I think we're just hot as can be. Week six of the hottest, steamiest, hell-raising gambling show in America. It is the Sunday card right here on Sports Country Radio. Dan Zampano, Chris Frazzo, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silver. Back with you for another edition. Week six, fellas. Let's just quickly review the records as we go in to week number six. Chris Raz, if you took every single one of Chris Raz's bets, you are 13 and 10. Pretty good. You could be even better, though, if you bet on Matty Ice, who has been not Ice. He has been Matty Steams this week. See what I did there? Uh, 14 and 9 so far on the year. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to glow. I don't like to glow, but I'm going to do it. This but week. you couldn't wait to get to the records. Right, exactly. Danny Red Hots, 17 and 6. You, I, I think I've, every bookmaker in America is dead right now. I just, I'm killing every single one of them. Five and all week for Danny Red Hots and the survival pool winner with the Steelers. Thank you, Chase Claypool. Guys, how you doing? <laughs> well, welcome to the five and O club. Welcome to the five and O club. You, Thank you. you. I can't make it make fun of you for that anymore. Um, yeah, could have, could have been better for me. Could have been a lot better for me, but you know. Oh, we're, gonna, we're grinding. We're grinding. We, we're praying for Maddie this week after his very, very tough loss. Maddie had a real big loss uh, on the sheet this week, half a yard away, and then two fourth downs away. And Russell Wilson, you can't get any closer on the money line parlay, Matt. You just can't get any closer. If half a yard, if Russell Wilson did not have that horseshoe shoved so far up his ass. He just can pull everything out of. I don't know how he does it every single week. But I went against rule number three, Chris. I went against rule number three. He did. It's the ultimate rule. You don't you don't bet against Russell. Well, the, the Vikings did cover, though. But yes. Russell Wilson must have heard he that. that a, he knew my certain, Matt. He knew that you would bet against him just to win. And he said, oh, no, no, Matty. I'm going to win this game just to spite you. Oh, that kid um, who's anyway. hard I ripped out! In, that kid who's hard I ripped out in Super Bowl forty-eight while he was watching the crowd against the Broncos. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get him again. Oh, one more remembers. time. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm I'm five and zero oh in my supers. So amazing, Super Chris is literally Super Chris. I mean, he's he's a hot. I don't know why we haven't been taking your supers. Is the like, we we stop. said it before. Me and Dan are just blatantly being ignored because I know are in in week in week out hitting. Literally. You guys are going to take it this week, and it's going to lose in tremendous fashion because I'm of that. You. <laughs> it's You're a, it's a, it's a wild board. Th- I yeah, I know. Listen, I'll be I'll be as just as upset as you guys if it doesn't, because that's usually my like my super is usually my like savior because I'll miss a couple of bets and that'll usually make up for it. Uh, so this week I'm just going to lose everything now. I can't. <laughs> that's always the way it goes, isn't it? That you just like when you're hot, you're hot. And as soon as you're hot, you start believing in yourself, and then your 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 hopes and dreams just come crashing in upon you. I mean, it's it's really that's why I'm so scared this week, and I hate the board. I think that's why you're back. I really do. I think that's why I hate the board this week because I'm so nervous to make a wrong pick that I'm like in my own head. But then I'm just like, you know what? You just gotta you just gotta put your balls on the table because you're better than that. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what we're gonna. I mean, how do you feel about the board this week, Matt? I mean, I think I think there's a few spots of like there was a couple bets on uh, again. Uh, you know, me and you were it's always Monday, Tuesday looking right at it. 
Um, and it's been difficult with some of these weeks where the lines haven't been up early because of you know COVID reasons. But pretty much everything's been been pretty good this week. We know so there's a little scare in the the, the Vikings Falcons uh, game possibly. But there was a couple that I took early, and I'm I'm definitely on the right side of one, uh, which I won't be giving out the show. Well, I'll be giving out the show in some way or another. I'll let you know. Uh, but um, I, there's a few, uh, but then there's definitely some spots where feels a little trappy. Feels like I might. <laughs> Smell a rat? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. Tough to say. Tough to see. I gotta wait to see if anybody if any picks that rat, and, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you to the cheese. Oh, last time. Speaking of cheese, we know it was the last time with the Chargers and the Packers last year. I mean, that was rat line of the year. So maybe it's week six. That is the rat line of the year, and maybe I'm on it. Maybe Chris, I'm scared now. I'm feel like I'm. I'm trapping through. Tra- I, I, I'm, I'm looking at all my picks. I'm like, oh god, which one is it? Which one is it that I'm off? I'm in the I'm in the basement right now, and I'm trying to avoid all the traps. But the cheese smells so good. So hopefully, oh, the cheese is always so good. <laughs> the cheese stands alone, my friend. Hopefully, we can get this done. Okay, let's start. How about that? Let us start um, with the Sunday night game, and this one is one of those that I'm I, I'm tilting, and I need to be convinced, and I'm in my own head. So uh, we'll start with Chris and see if he has anything because I feel like Maddie has something that that everybody doesn't have. So Dan, I'm gonna follow the route that you took last Monday with the Chargers and the Saints game. I'm copping out and taking the over in this game uh, because I don't want to worry about picking a side because every time I start thinking, oh maybe you know the Rams could cover, like it's only whatever three three and a half points, Rams could cover that, and I'm like, well. Maybe this is maybe last week was just a fluke for the Niners. They just got punched in the gut right from the get go and couldn't recover, and they'll be able to easily stay close in this game. So I'm just gonna take the over because it's a lot of fun to root for the over. Uh, and that's what all I got for you because I absolutely this is out of all the games this week, this is probably the one that I hate the most. Yeah, I hate this. I, I just I absolutely hate it, and I and I know how bad the 49ers have been, especially offensively, and that dud that they threw up last week, but. I gotta think Kyle has a plan, Matt. Like I gotta think, I gotta think he has a plan. I just don't know what that plan is. Look, I, I, I don't know. I, I, this game to me seems like I, I think this is the rat. I think that that half. I think that three and a half sitting there. And I, I sent you guys a screenshot of the juice that they're showing on the Action Network right now. Is that they have this one at Rams minus three and a half. They don't want to make this game to three because they will get murdered by everybody trying to take the key number and worry about, you know, worst case scenario, it's a push to field goal game win for this. They have the Rams at minus three and a half at plus 115, and they have San Francisco juice all the way down to minus 120. I mean, they just want to get some action. They want people to just take that Rams line. They don't want to give you the half. They don't want to get you down to the key number. Um Luckily, one of one of our sites that we visit, I was able to grab this key number, and I bet the Rams right away at minus three. The Rams rank first in the league in net yards per play, so that's taking in their yards per play on offense and on defense. They lead the league. They are the only team that is above a full yard. They are one point three in net yards per play. They are ranked seventh in yards per play on offense. The uh, San Francisco 49ers rank eleventh overall in net yards per play. But if you take away their two wins, which were on the road. Against New York football teams, oh. if you take those two games away, they are negative .1 yard per play net right now. They are not good. Their defensive injuries have piled up so much. The Rams are the first off, uh, first rushing offense DVOA. They are number one in rushing offense DVOA. Mm-hmm. is really good, too, at sixth. But I just don't see – I think the Rams are going to control the clock. 
I don't see the 49ers getting a stop. We've seen them milk these games. And the Niners haven't covered a game at home this year. And I'm not expecting anything yet. There, this is full Super Bowl hangover. They had a full, cl- full case of White Claws. And they are absolutely hungover in their bed. And, and they just can't play right now. Oh. I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. Minus three and a half. I'm taking the Rams because he said there are two wins against New York New York teams. And that's all. Like, the only reason I'm taking it. Now, the Rams have also just beaten the NFC East. They've also just beaten the Eagles, the football team, and and, and the Giants, and, and, and the Cowboys. Literally, they've beaten the entire NFC East. Oh, my gosh. They have. Wait a minute. Who did they lose to? I forget. Um, the... They lost the, the, Bills. the Bills. The Bills. And they should have won that game. That's true. They've looked great in every single game. They have looked solid versus the 49ers have looked like poo-poo. I hate both of these teams. But I'm taking Just, them. Just hey, go, go, go with Raza. I'm, I don't, no, I'm taking the Rams. I'm going to blame you if I lose. That way it won't oh, be on my conscience. Thanks. Yeah, put, I say put that on my conscience. <laughs> I'm taking the Rams this week. But Chris, I think, is going to win this one because he's smart and he's taking the over. Um... Okay, Monday night. So there's two Monday night games this week. Um, we have the Chiefs and the Bills, which got moved off. By the way, how about the Bills getting not just beat, getting shellacked by the Titans? Josh Allen was a dummy that game. Best quarterback in the AFCs. Um, Kansas City and Buffalo. Kansas City on the road, minus four, and the over/under is fifty-seven and a half. It's a huge number. Arizona and Dallas. Rest in peace, Dak Prescott. Get better soon, uh, obviously. So terrible. Um, I think that that game is really hard. Arizona and Dallas. Uh, Arizona is a minus one and a half point favorite. Minus one and a half point favorite. One and a half point favorite. Over 55, over under. Um, I'll start. Can I start? Can I start? Really sure. Quick? Can I just say a quick note on Dak Prescott? So, one, my MVP pick doesn't look so bad. And, Dan, we could look back at the end of the year and the Cowboys aren't in the Super Bowl. And we could say, well, it's because of Dak and it's not for the fact that they had maybe the worst defense in the entire NFL. We'll forget about that, hopefully. We just, oh, no, Dak was hurt, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, so it's it, not a bad pick anymore. It's now a wash. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Continue. Um, I, I hate the Arizona-Dallas game. I just think Arizona is so up and down, and I – don't have any clue what Andy Dalton's going to do. I actually think he'll he'll make it okay. Like, I think he'll be okay. But I'm not touching that game. I, I just was curious about a specific stat in the Bills-Chiefs game and how I was going to bet this game. And I was just saying, I'm going to bet solely on this stat. So let me go back and look at it. And I want to go back the last three years. Because both of these teams just lost for the first time this year. Um, Chiefs and the Bills just lost. Undefeated no more. The last three years, the Chiefs have been uh, the Chiefs off of a loss. The last three years, last year they were five point favorites after their first loss, and they lost to the Texans 31-24 after being five point favorites. The year before that, they were six and a half point favorites against the Bengals after their first loss, and they killed them 45 to 10. But then the year before that, and Chris, you'll remember this game, 2017, they were three point favorites on a Thursday night at the Raiders, and I think that was the Michael Crabtree or Jared that Cook. was the, the insane like three penalties at the end of the game. Right. Uh, yeah. That I oh I that was I remember that game. That so, was the last time the Raiders beat the Chiefs. That's exactly right. Well, except for last week. So well, yeah. the the one of one and two against the spread, one and two straight up in their last three seasons after their first loss. The Bills, on the other hand, here's them. 
In 2017, the Bills were three-point dogs after their first loss to Denver, and they won outright 26-16. to In 2018, Chris, you'll remember this game too, the 16-and-a-half-point favorites at Minnesota that you took. I remember that game. And, they, and the Bills outright won 27-6. And then last year, the Bills were three-point dogs to the Titans after their first loss, and they won 14-7. I'm taking the Bills. <laughs> I'm taking the Bills plus four, and I think they're going to win it straight up. Um, I think they're going to win that game. I like the Bills at home against Kansas City. I know that's going against the Sharps. I don't care. I'm blindly, I'm blindly betting on that stat alone. I mean, I, okay. I, I like that. Chris, right. are you on that game or are you in the other game? I, I am on this game, uh, and it, it kind of coincides with, with Dan's idea of things. I think if the Bills are going to win, they're going to have to score a lot of points, correct? Yeah, I don't. Yes, I think. But I don't know because Kansas City just Kansas City hadn't put up a lot of points the last couple of weeks. They, and they just scored 30, 32 points last week. Okay, fine. But I mean, what I'm saying is, like, I feel like their offense has gotten stymied early in games, and they and, haven't played well. And is Trey White going to play for the Bills? I think so. I don't. Know. I think massive. that's a game time decision. Either way, I'm taking the over just because it's a huge number and it's fun to root for the over. Okay. <laughs> we got two overs so far, Chris. I love it. <laughs> All right, Matt, convince uh, me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you could tell he hated the four. Well, no, I'm, I'm just off this game. I kind of I kind of like the rationale on that. Um um because again, I just the Chiefs haven't been playing like the best football. I mean, if if Brian Hoyer wasn't wasn't also an idiot for three quarters of that game, like they'd probably lose to the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like there's there's oh. been some They've had a really rocky road. They should have lost to the Chargers if Anthony Lynn wasn't also an idiot. So um, as long as Josh Allen's not an idiot this week, he you know did that last week. Um, hopefully he's gotten that out of his system. But I am going to go to the Arizona Dallas game, and I know this one's ugly. And I know you know there's a lot of you know Arizona's maybe been the most up and down. Who do we believe kind of team of the year? Um, and, and then now I see we got you know Andy Dalton in for that, and it, it's almost not so much for me in this game um, that Andy Dalton is in. Well, first of all, both these teams I was looking at, you know, DVOA is very similar offensively and defensively, both within about five on uh, like almost every ranking kind of thing as far as where they are at positionally. So very minor differences, nothing stark. Um, um, but, but what worries me about Andy Dalton playing is the offensive line that he's playing behind. This Cowboys offensive line is a shell of what it was when two, three years ago, everybody said this is the best offensive line that maybe has ever been put together. You've got tackles Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, both out. Guard Cameron Irving out, and Joe Looney, the center, is also are all not playing. That is four key pieces of this starting line that are all not in. Andy Dalton, last year when he was a starting quarterback in this league, his QBR under pressure was 60. He had a 60 QBR under pressure. The Cardinals, not necessarily an elite def- defense, but they are – Seventh highest in pressure rate in the NFL, and they are tied for the seventh most sacks in the league with 14. Now you'll say, oh, Chandler Jones, out for the year. He only has one sack on this season, back from week one. So it's not like – so 13 of those other sacks have came from, come from people that are still playing on this team. Uh, I think the Cowboys have no stop for DeAndre Hopkins. Who is going to cover that guy? He has been absolutely elite no matter what team he's playing for. He's not even with you know Deshaun Watson anymore. Um, as long as Kyler can hold on to the ball – who he does have seven turnovers this year, six picks and a fumble. As long as he doesn't cough this ball up, like the Giants did last week. If the Giants didn't cough it up, they're probably beating the Cowboys. 
then I'm going to take the Cardinals here to win, only giving one and a half. Give me the Cardinals. I kind of like that one. I feel like the over hits in that game, you know? That's, like, yeah, it feels like a slop fest kind of I, – I, I am curious about what Andy Dalton's going to do. You know, like, the one thing that the Cardinals do is is they defend the run pretty well. So I don't think Zeke's going to be able to – they're not going to be able to say, oh, let's just take it away. And I mean, that's just – that'd be changing Kellen Moore's entire game plan anyway. But I feel like if Mike McCarthy gets his Mitchell over, he's like, oh, let's run the ball. Like, you know, I, I worry about that happening. But I feel like Andy is probably going to write the ship – or like keep the ship afloat is what I mean. Like he's not going to – look, he's not the Mercedes, you know. He's he's your classic Toyota Corolla. He's going to get to different way to you know. He's, I mean, he's, he's a competent quarterback. He could still start in the NFL. Yeah. He's a competent quarterback. He, I don't think he's going to make the game-breaking mistakes, but I also don't think if the game falls on his shoulders to win, they're going to win the game. And he's never they're had weapons some things like to fall on the. He's never had weapons like this before either. So, like, that makes me also super curious. I, I also – I mean, I just think that Kingsbury against a defense like this, I think Kingsbury is quite capable of drawing up a game plan for a defense that has so many holes. I mean, the Giants move the ball like crazy against this team. I think Cliff's going to have some serious plays. I agree. I agree. Um, okay, let's go to the third pick of the week. Um, let's start with Chris. All right, so I'm sticking with a Jets sort of situation here. I don't trust that huge number that the Dolphins have. I feel like this could be a, if anything, this would be the weird week where the Jets come out of nowhere and win a game. Uh, but I am going to stick with the unders in Jets game and take the Jets-Dolphins under 47 because I still don't know who the Jets are going to score with. And they just lost Le'Veon Bell as well. Uh, so their offense just doesn't exist. That, that's basically the point I'm making. So give me the Dolphins Jets under 47. Did did, did not lose Le'Veon Bell. Set him free. Set him free. Let him go. They chose to give him up. And you know this man that had committed highway robbery and then got off and sent, a, sent in a care package to a potential Kansas City Chief team. Oh, my God. Oh, did you just see the breaking news about, like, the last two teams that it is? That it yes, is? it is Kansas City and Miami. And Miami. <laughs> Please side before Sunday and play. Please. I, I, I'm praying for my fantasy team's purposes that it's Miami and that he doesn't go and just – then I'll have two – well, I would have two Kansas City Chiefs running backs, but I feel like you got you got two running backs so you don't have any kind of thing on your fan as far as a fantasy team goes. So, uh, Chris, I love your underpick. Here's the weather for that game. 84 degrees, thunderstorms are likely, winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. I love that. Eight, wait, what did you just say? 84? 84 degrees. I'm sorry. <laughs> 84 mile an hour winds. No, 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 no. You said 80. It's going to be 84 degrees? Oh, it's in Miami. Florida's so okay. hot. Miami. <laughs> I'm thinking it's in New York. Like, what is going on? <laughs> no, Flor- Matt, Florida's still hot. Still Florida. <sighs> News to me. Yes. Still Florida, still thunderstorms. Um, Matt, I am very interested to know what your number three game is because I feel like you had a hard time all right, yeah, so my number three one, this one, just looking at the teams, mainly looking at, at one side of the ball, and I think that the luck has run out for a guy that we liked, a love, loved a lot in college and, and wrote a lot, and that's Joe Burrow. Oh. And I think Joe Burrow is going to have another tough week this week. He, he, Joey Covers was lighting the world on fire, playing dog crap defenses. And, oh, look at this guy. They moved the ball. I mean, he's been, he was running for his life in Baltimore last week. And now he gets to go against a team, even though they did lose to Cleveland last week and they got the ball ran over him. But mostly because 
you know, Philly Rivers gave the ball up left and right. Um, <laughs> that this defense is still very legit, and they're going to have Darius Leonard, Leonard back. Um, but I also, and then also, when Rivers does have the ball, they're not going to be throwing it because clearly you saw last week he stinks. They are a snail. They are the uh, 21st. Sorry, when I had them, they're, oh, sorry, they're second slowest team in the NFL when they have the ball. They are going to be running the ball. They are going to be burning the clock. They have, uh, the Bengals will not be able to move the ball. They are 27th offensively DVOA. Indianapolis is 24th offensively DVOA. Give me the under 46 and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought I'm not, I'm not, oh. I am not betting on Phillip Rivers again. Get that guy out of my face. Because, but I'll tell you, like, the Bengals might be the most public dog. They are. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing 56% of the bets. It's a huge number. Yeah. It's 56% of the bets, 83% of the money are on the Bengals. I mean, it's a huge number. And that over under uh, has gone down, actually, a little bit, down to 46.5. But, you know, that's a tough game. Like, that's one that, that game really, like, the only side I feel like I could take would be the Colts, and I would never want to be on them after what oh I God. saw. Phillip Rivers, that guy complaining and trying to convince the refs that he didn't throw a ball and intentional grounding out of bounds for a safety was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life last week. That yeah, bothered me so he, he's, he's so bad. He, he, he's wow. not good. He's, his time, like, every time about Drew Brees, like, father time. Oh, caught up to to Phil Rivers, and I won't swear here. He 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 whooped his arse. He, he whooped his arse <laughs> over over the off season. I love Father it. time is undefeated. He is. He is. Um, we'll talk about that later. Actually, that's a good point. But it's my number one. Um, I was really close for having my number three pick, and I'm off of it now because I just I I was so close to taking this team. I have a bunch of notes right here written on the Cleveland Browns and I just am Xing them off. I just, I can't go there. Like I, I hate that game. Like the Browns are doing things that they haven't done in 60 years. Like I just, I can't be on that game. And if somebody else has it, I really hope you do because I have a ton of notes too. But instead of that game, I am going to be on a team. I, I think this is easy pickings. Um, you give Bill Belichick two weeks on a rookie quarterback, I think that's a recipe for disaster. I, I'm going to take, even though it's a big number, and I hate taking big numbers, the, the Dolphins are nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Jets at home. The Patriots should be higher than nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Broncos at home if Cam's playing. And Cam, for all intents and purposes, joined the team again today. Gilmore joined the team again today. This is a route. This is an absolute route. I'm sorry, Matt. We, we had to do this a week late, and uh, – I probably would have taken it last week, so I was kind of saving this one. But uh, I think the Pats. This is a this is a game. You know how like in Mario Kart, when you have to hold the button down, and if you hold it down for too long, you just fishtail and you don't start and you don't go anywhere. Like I feel like that's the Broncos trying to keep up with the Pats, and they're just not going to be able to. Like that's that's Yoshi's eggs all over the place. I like I like the Pats minus nine and a half here. Now, totally like Mario Kart too. Now, are you scared if Drew Locke plays? No. Look out. My MVP pick. Look out. My MVP, Drew Locke. Yeah, no. Um, I can't fault you for that pick in any way whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I hate to do it to you, but I, I feel like this is the week I needed to 
I needed to jab somebody, so that's the one I'm going to do. No, it's great. Now I really hope that the Browns cover and that the the Broncos backdoor it, so you just don't, you know, you maybe go zero and five this week. That, that's <laughs> great. Cool. I know, I know, where your rooting interests are now. Oh, and, and um, who happened to win that fantasy matchup last week? Oh, that's well, right. All right, gross mismanagement by me starting Matt Ryan over Jared Goff, but I'll give mm-hmm. it to you this week. Um, number two, Matt, I'm going to give you the floor. All right, so this is this is the pick that I just had my eyes awoken to. I just just tuned in. I give credit to, to guys in the Action Network. Just a, a really great article on them, and, and we're going to go with Houston plus three and a half against the Tennessee Titans. Who? You, after Tuesday night's game, you go, oh, the Bills look bad, and, and the Titans team, we have been calling the Titans frauds because they were 3-0, and 0-3 <laughs> against the spread. They were winning. They were flying by the seat of their pants winning these games. By the skin of their teeth, they were winning these games. <laughs> and uh, it, it's just so nice to be able to back the Texans now and not have to worry about Bob back there just messing things up uh, over the headset. So, and it goes back to some of the, some of these points that we were bringing up last week. I got a few great trends here that I just really like. Um, to, to the one that we've already stated on the show, the divisional road dogs. Yep. Over time, over you know the entire season, um, 543, 476, and 33 against the spread, a 3.9% ROI, which is a big return on investment over that large of a sample size, about a thousand, you know, over a thousand games. Um, and then divisional road dogs in early months, September through November, 357, 282, and 23, an 8.8% ROI. Pair that up with the trend of teams on full rest versus teams on short weeks, which the Titans are on a very short week here. Um, You've got um, teams are 257, 209, and 12, 59.2% uh, against the spread since 2003. And it's 6-1 so far this season as far as short teams, or teams on short rest versus teams on full rest. So give me the Houston Texans plus three and the hook, three and a half, against the Tennessee Titans, who are fraudulent. <laughs> well, I mean, they are fraudulent. I, I agree with you. Bills were bad, and Bills lost to a fraudulent team, so that makes the Bills bad. Um, but Houston, um, love that pick, actually. Really like that pick. I don't mind taking Houston two weeks in a row. Uh, Chris, number two. Number two, we are going right back to the Carolina Panthers. Featuring Mike Davis, who has absolutely been tearing it up uh, and made the Panthers not really miss uh, Christian McCaffrey that much. Uh, which is good because that means they won't have to rush him back from injury. He is eligible to return this week, but it's not likely. Uh, also, this is based on the fact that also the Bears cannot score touchdowns whatsoever. Uh, so give me the Panthers minus one over these Bears. Panthers look like you said, like a playoff team, Dan. Like you said, oh, you're you're buying into my to my Panthers rhetoric, are you? I I mean, hey, the Raiders beat them, so now they're good. Oh, that's. <laughs> I like how we're all uh, we're all pumping our teams this week. I love that. Um, number two to me, Matt. I'm gonna stick with um, I'm gonna stick with your trend here. I'm gonna stick with that road divisional dog. Except mine is way uglier than yours, like really ugly. I'm gonna go the worst game of the week. Give me the Washington football team. Yes. I'm gonna Washington football team. Uh, these two teams stink. I mean, they. Stink. The, the Giants did everything they could to win last week, and they still lost. I mean, 
It's incredible. Washington, I was on both of these teams last week. And if you remember, I picked the Giants on the show. I was literally about to pick Washington, and I chickened out on the show. I ended up taking the under in that game to cancel out Washington losing. So the fact that the Giants covered last week and Washington didn't makes me feel even better about it. Um, these two teams are actually really good against the run. Um, the Giants are only giving up 3.7 yards per game, uh, per rush, rather. Uh, that's tied for fifth in the league. Washington tied for 11th, 4.2. They're actually really good, but the difference really is the Washington defensive line. Uh, the pass rush is really good. Did you know Washington is fourth in the league defensively, DVOA, total defense? I mean, that's like was a shocking thing for me to see. And I think that the bad quarterback play, like you look like, I think Washington had like 108 yards of total total offense last week. Like it was so bad. But I think that really, if you look at all the stats and statistics, I think they're a little skewed because most of that is Dwayne Haskins. And then you have some Alex Smith thrown in there. The only 10 points that the Washington scored last week were when Kyle Allen was on the field. And I think Kyle Allen, like to me, I know it's a really tough choice, but I would rather have Kyle Allen than Daniel Jones, especially going up against the Washington pass rush that's going to be try to behead him. So uh, I'm going to go with Washington plus two and a half, low total, 42 and a half. So I like that there for the dog. And the Giants have the worst home against the spread record in uh, one of the worst home uh, spread against the spread records in the league. They are 32, 48 and two at, since 2010 at home against the spread. Washington plus two and a half. I love that pick. You got to get down and dirty sometimes, Danny. You got to get in the dirt and the mud, and you got to get that get it under your fingernails. Rub some dirt on it. That's all you need to do. Okay, number one, number one. We we're number one on this show, and uh, a lot of people would argue that in this next game, I'm going to take the lead here on number one. A lot of people would argue that these two quarterbacks could be number one of all time. Really, I mean, this is a fun little game we got going down in Tampa Bay this weekend, isn't it? I mean, this is the game of the week. Everybody, Brady versus Rodgers. How fun is this game going to be? You look at DVOA, the Tampa Bay offense, number 11 in the league in DVOA. Green Bay, numero uno, number one. Defensively, Tampa Bay, number two, DVOA. How about that? And Green Bay is 29th, DVOA. Uh... That's interesting. Now, the Bucs have had some time off. There's no question about that. They had 12 days off. But the Packers have had two weeks to prepare. And I know all the Sharps are going to be on the Bucs this week. But, Chris, what's the rule? Oh, this is my other favorite rule. You rule don't 12. bet against that bad, bad man. You just don't do it because he comes back to bite you every single time. That's all he has to do with this game, Dan. What is what's all he has to do? All he has to do. He just has to win. There's no points to cover. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Chris. Chris, I'm going to tell you what. That's all Aaron Rodgers does off the bye. He is the best quarterback in the league since 2008 against the spread when he has a bye. He's 8-2 and 1 ATS off of a bye in his career. And with DeVonte Adams coming back, What's going to kill the Bucs? This is the number one thing that's going to kill the Bucs. Penalties. The Bucs are undisciplined football team. 
They are 31st in penalty yards per game. They give 82 yards in penalties a game. They are 32nd, worst in the league in penalties per game. They do eight and a half penalties a game. That will kill you. You can't make mistakes against that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. If this is the stinky rat cheese, I'm back on it this week. Give me the Packers on the road at Tampa. Minus one, ladies and gentlemen. Take it to the cleaners. Big time line movement on that game. Big Huge time line movement on that game. How the Packers were plus three to open is beyond me. And it actually got up to minus two, uh, which I snagged it at. And then I snagged it at again at Pickham when it got back down. So this is all over the place. Don't overthink it. Packers. Chris. Dan. You're an absolute genius. <laughs> I'm taking the same exact thing. Beautiful. I was like, it's just Aaron Rodgers coupled with the amount of mistakes that the Bucks have made, and they they did they didn't even look good against the Bears, and the Bears are not that great. They're they're I don't trust the Bears. Watch yourself. And the fact that they've had two weeks to prepare for this game, the the quarterback coach chemistry that we've seen in Green Bay over these last kind of year and a half has just grown. This this is a game that the Packers should win. I, I won't say comfortably, but I, I think they'll they'll consistently have at least a one score lead throughout the whole game. All they got to do is win. That's all they got to do. All you got to do. And, Why and, do I feel like Matt is taking Tampa Bay? I feel like he is. No, I mean I I actually it was on it's on my sheet it's as a, as a as a possible play, and I just was not bold enough. I was not bold enough to take it. I was not bold enough to go against rules three and twelve in consecutive weeks. I just can't <laughs> just can't do it. Just can't do it. Um. But, Dan, I think I have an uglier game than you have. We're taking the Detroit Lions. We're laying three points. I was able to grab a three. I know it says three and a half, but you could get a a three at a juiced up 120. Let me tell you about teams coming off of a bye. Road favorites coming off of a bye. Since 2003, road favorites off of a bye. Are 62, 28, and 2. A very nice 69% against the spread. This Jacksonville team is ranked dead last in the league defensively. They are putrid. Now, Detroit isn't much better themselves. I understand this. But they can't defend the pass, Jacksonville. They can't defend the pass. They are probably going to be without the only two defensive talents they have with Miles Jack and Josh Allen. And I, I worry that I have to back Matt Patricia. I really do. I really, 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 really do. Because he's going to be up by 14 points and then run the ball with Adrian Peterson 15 plays in a row. I don't know how, why he does it, but he's going to do it. But I just figure if off a of bye – Matt Stafford, we've been waiting for him to kind of go off this year, I feel like. And I think this is his chance to maybe just just light him up. Nobody's going to be watching this game. It'll probably be a blowout. Give me Detroit, minus three. I just feel like they've got to have a game plan ready for this coming off the bye. So Detroit, minus three. Patricia stays alive one more week. I feel like, I feel like, like complete sewage, I, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle level sewage dirty. I'm going to go take a shower right now. Oh, I feel like Master Splinter, show me your ways. Like, and that's, and you took me to the sewers. That's what yeah, you Yeah, I mean, that's, 
We picked the two ugliest games of the week. Literally Guaranteed. the two ugliest game. Like that game, that game's uglier than the than Washington and the Giants. Because at you least did, Washington and the Giants. You didn't that, even look at it. That's how ugly it was. Like two cats just <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I don't even, I can't even think about that game. Like I didn't even when I saw that game, I'm like, that game is being played. Like they're actually allowing that on TV. Like, oh my God. That that game reeks of Thursday night football. Oh, it does it. Oh, it does it. Just like yeah, last we week, should have pushed that Texans. up. Yes, yes. I, I, can you can you push on three and a half? Because I feel like that is what this game is going. Like, <laughs> like the the impossible is going to happen in this game. <laughs> it's horrible, horrible. But you know what? You got to do it. <laughs> you got to. You just got to. Somebody, somebody's got to take it. You got to hold your nose and vote, ladies and gentlemen. Vote for the Lions. Um, okay, the specials of the week. Uh, it's time for Chris's super super of the week, Chris. This, undefeated, this week probably it's undefeated, and I, I hate that all of you have been saying that this week now. Undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are even counting the week for week one when we didn't do a show. I am five and zero oh so far on these supers. This might be the grossest one of the week, um, specifically because of the first play. I have it because I, I took the Panthers minus one over the Bears, so I, I've got to be confident they can stay within nine points of the Bears. Uh, so first pick there is Panthers plus nine. Uh, I love Dan's pick of the the Patriots uh, over the the Bears there, so I just took the Patriots at plus and a half. Just got to win the game. Just got to win the game. Bill Belichick with two weeks to prepare for Brett Rippon. He should just win the game. And then uh, because I love the Packers so much to beat the Bucks, I got the Packers there plus ten. Uh, so the one that scares there's always one of the three that kind of scares me a little bit, and it is the Panthers plus nine. But I figure the Packers should win that game, and the Patriots should win those games with ease. Uh, but again, Panthers plus nine, Patriots plus a half, and Packers plus ten. Chris is crossing zero on two games there. Mm. Interesting. Can I tell you why you should be scared of the Chicago Bears, Chris? <laughs> Can't get all I, I don't want to. I'm just going to get off the call for right now. It's got to let you go. You know, you know, you should be real scared because the – the undefeated or the, the, the winless money line parlay is going to be going against the undefeated uh, Super of the Week. Dan, I need your intro, though. I need your intro, please. Ladies and gentlemen, this will be the week that ends it. The streak ends this week. Maddie, Maddie's magic money line parlays. Ring! So the first part of the parlay is going to be the Bears. Now, I again, this is one of those ones... Tuesday, I saw it. I bet I took the Bears plus two and a half. Couldn't get them out of the show. I couldn't only take the one and a half. Just not not good value. But this one made me feel pretty smart. Left, I didn't know who I wanted else in the other money line parlay. But you go ahead, you leave, you put a parlay in, and you leave it open. So I locked the Bears in at plus one twenty five on the money line. Mm. You can get it for plus one hundred right now. So good I'll, get, I'll, give, I'll give you the value still after this. But the Panthers do not generate any pass rush. They rank 31st in both sacks and pressure rates. They are 19th in yards allowed, 16th in yards per play, and they are 31st in rushing yards per attempt. Chicago has not been able to run the ball, but they have played against two very stout run defenses in in Tampa Bay, and I honestly forgot who they played the week before. (laughs) Both very good run defenses. I trust you that. The Colts. Um, The Colts. Thank you. Um, the Bears are going to be able to run the ball this game. Nick Foles is going to have all of the time in the world to throw. 
Um, I think that this is a breakout game for them. I think this is time. Look, there's a reason that the Carolina Panthers had a five and a half uh, season total over under to start the year. They are the darling right now. Everybody's been on them. They're hot, hot, hot. I didn't know when to get off the Bears. I know when it's time to get off the Panthers. I missed out and I got beat last time I took the Bears. But now it's time to take to get off the Panthers and take the Bears again. You know what I'm saying? You're picking up what I'm putting down listen, here? Listen, we could both win here, though. You got to get on to get off. Listen, <laughs> I got what you're if, as long as the Bears don't win by 10 points, so we're, we're is, both golden. Yeah, don't this fall is true. my first pick. This is true. Well, that's the truth. your first pick. But So I guess that's not going head-to-head. And then, Dan, you're going to love the next one. Mm. We're taking the football team. Yes! Straight yeah. up. Also plus 125. So if you are able to somehow get them both plus 125, it's not as juicy as it's been weeks past. It's plus 400. But if you can get the Bears right now at plus 100, Washington at plus 125, it's plus 350. So not as juicy, but we're looking for a win. So we got to get something decent here. We just got to get a win. And that is the best one yet. Last week was really, really good. But this week, I... I just love this week. I love this week. And every time you do it, I always end up putting like a team that's like minus 800 in as well. That's not the point, Dan. It's not the point. I know, but I'm just saying that's what I do. And I, but I love it. You're probably getting worse of a plus by adding that team. (laughs) Like going from like plus 350 to like plus 320. No, I swear it's not. But it's, it's a great play this week. Washington is going to win. I think they're going to win outright easy. I love my Panthers. I love my Panthers. But I, I, I know when they're when it's time. And, and this is the time. And, Chris, you could easily win. But I think it's time. I think the Bears win this game. I really do. I love that one. Give, that me, give me Bears winning by a last-second field goal. Yes. Heart attack. Just to That's make Matt sweat a little bit. It's the best way to uh, Love a good sweat. Love a good sweat. I love it. Um, survival pool, Danny Survivors. Uh, I know everybody's tempted to take the Dolphins this week. Um, obviously, you know, because there may not ever be a time where you take the Dolphins the rest of the year. But there could be. Because now you're at the point of the season in survival where we went on Pittsburgh last week. You're at the point where now you really have to start using the good teams. Because we just lost – we've lost 98 players in our survival pool. We had 160. We're down to 62. And um, everybody was on the Chiefs last week, and it's a good lesson. You don't take divisional teams. You just don't do it when you're playing division. I'm not taking Miami. I think this is a good week to get off the schneid, get a really good team going, make it easy for yourself, take the Pats. Pats at home, rookie quarterback. This is going to be one where a lot of people are taking it. I am very tempted to take Miami, but I'm, I'm going to do what got us here. I'm going to take the Patriots this week against the Broncos, and uh, they're already in, locked in anyway for the show. So why the hell not? I like that. I like that reasoning too. Could just worry about those division dogs. Yes, 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 yes. The man, oh man, dogs. Man, oh man, was I tempted to put the Jets in the parlay? Woo! Oh, was I tempted to put the Jets in the parlay? <laughs> That'd be some serious juice right there. No, you yeah. didn't need to put. You didn't need to put the Jets in the parlay. You could just put the Jets if we would count it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Um, now, I need to hear your stats on the Browns-Steelers game because I almost, again, early on in the week, I was going to take, uh, so if, if the Bears were still 2.5, I'd have been giving out Bears 2.5, fading 
the Carolina darling, and I was very ready to take the Steelers minus three, fading the Cleveland darling. I was going to be fading fading the, the 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 football darlings of the week and kind of doing it with Joe Burrow and the Bengals, who've been the other one. So that was going to be my theme of the week, but I had to jump off. But I, I just didn't have the guts to take this Browns-Steelers game. Give it to me. I just I, So the way I look at it and I see it is like it's 2020 and things are really weird. Um, the last time the Browns uh, – the last time the Browns – have won in Pittsburgh was 2003. The last time the Browns were four and one was 1994. The last time the Browns won five in a row, which they're attempting to do this week, was 1986. That was the Reagan administration, in case you're wondering. Um, but the last time the Steelers were four and zero was 1979. So that was a really long time ago as well. But when it comes to this, I think these two teams are really good defensively. Like they're very similar. If you look at opponents' yards per pass, Pittsburgh just 6.6 yards per pass. It's top 10 in the league. Cleveland, 6.9. It's not that far off. Um, opponents' yards per rush. Pittsburgh is number two in the league, 3.3. Cleveland is at 3.9. It's not that far off. Uh, here's where I get a little bit fizz- – here, here's where it gets fuzzy here. Pittsburgh is the number one ranked DVOA defensive line in terms of adjusted line yards. Who do you think the number one offensive line is in terms of DVOA? Day? The adjusted Browns. Line. The Browns, exactly. So I count that as kind of like a wash. Like, I think the Browns have done an excellent job. And I, I really, I know they got five sacks, but, like, Wentz was still able to make some big-time plays in that game. Like, especially late in the game as the game went on, the, the Steelers' secondary could not cover Travis Fulgham to save their life. And uh, they just didn't get a passers late in the game. And I think that's where the Browns can wear them down. The Browns also are number 12 DVOA in defensive line, adjusted line yards. Pittsburgh's O-line is number 20. I think that's where they can get them. I think that's where they can get them. And, and they're also, the Browns are one of the top teams in the league in terms of takeaways per game, too. They're having two and a half takeaways per game. Steelers possibly no Deontay Johnson in this game. There's a lot of injuries on both sides. I just think, and now the line's at three and a half. So now I'm seeing three and a half, and I feel like I should take it. But, like, I, I, I know Pittsburgh. This has been a house of horrors for Cleveland. A house of horrors. I mean, it's been 17 years. I just can't. I can't put my money on Cleveland. I just can't do it. I can't I, put my money on Pittsburgh, but I can't do it on Cleveland. I'm the, I have yet to been able to just believe in them. I don't know, but, I mean, they really do. Like, Stefanski has this team just playing totally different. Uh, I think this is the right system for Baker as far as, like, getting the ball out quick, running the ball, bootlegs, like, not having him stay in the pocket. If, they, if he gets to a point where they're down and he has to stay in the pocket – I mean, to it and Dupree and everybody else. I mean, they are going to get to him like so hardcore. I, you know, I just, I just don't see them him being able to do it if he's got to sit in the pocket and pass all day long. But well, I, I mean, that's the game of the week too. So I almost just want to stay away from it and just like see what the hell happens. Right. I mean, these are number one rushing offenses, number one rushing defense. I mean, it's 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 such a good game, and I really want to watch that game really carefully. And that's why I really don't even want to take any side in it because I think well, that's, that's what, a game. I should sit back and watch. This is the game that we're going to find out about these two teams because Pittsburgh has they've played well on defense, but all of their wins have been very close and against not very good teams. And the Browns are the Browns. Uh, you know, I've never I'm never going to trust the Browns until they fully prove me that they can be trustworthy. And I think this is going to be one of those games. If they win, then I could finally start believing in them. Yeah, I wish this game was a Sunday night game, like really well, bad. Talk to NBC. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the Ebersols right now. Yes, no, don't change. There you go. Okay, guys, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. That's a good week. That's 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 beautiful. Um, 
Look forward to it. Week six, you can listen to the Sunday card every Saturday, 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. And if you miss all three of those shows, don't you worry. You can listen at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings, right before kickoff. Get those picks in right here on the Sunday card. For Matty Ice, Matty C., Matt Silberth, and for Chris Raza, I'm Dan Zampano. We love you. God bless you. As we go into the autumn season, it's starting to get a little cooler. Starting to get a little cooler. Starting to feel it now in autumn here. We thank you for listening to the Sunday card.